Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. And we're slowly sort of finding our feet again with all of this. Tomorrow, I should have internet. Tomorrow. I promise. Uh, and then, you know, life life gets a little bit more back to normal. We do still need to conclude spatula. Uh, I'm very mindful of that. And uh, tomorrow I should be able to access all the files and life will be good and easy and fun again. Uh, in the meantime, hello from France. Good morning. Uh, I hope the uh, week is starting well for you. I have to say it is a heartbreakingly beautifully sunny day here. Just the day for going to Ikea. Um, but... Uh, the house clearance continues. My God, it continues. I cleared out uh, a glass cabinet, just a cabinet of glasses. Maybe, I don't know, 870,000 pieces of glassware in there. Uh, it took so long. Like, you could have a party for, I don't know, 90 people and still have glasses left over. It was insane. Wiped, and they were all the size of a thimble. Were they all little fairy pixie party? Anyway. Um, uh, a whole chicken's wing uh, preserved in uh, in a bedside cabinet next to the Mills and Boons. What's that for? What's it for? What's it for? Uh, I wish I could find something really exciting like a gun. Because, you know, Kim's found two. Doesn't seem fair. Not like hunting rifles either. Like freaking pistols. Gangster pistols. Uh, what else we found? An empty diary from 1983, which is entirely correct. Uh, if you were around in 1983, you'll know nothing happened. Uh, and we found some old photos of, of the house and particularly the garden, and they're quite heartbreaking. There are these rows of vegetables bursting out, bordered with flowers. So pretty. It was like a market garden. We think that what they probably did was they had a market stall and they would sell their produce there. And I think in Latias, they supplemented it with terrible kind of imported tat. Um, you know, those kind of things like a, com, a, com, a, com, a combo uh, calculator and nose hair trimmer, that kind of thing. It's stuff that you'd never, a mini abattoir, kit, you're like whatever, little shiny electronic modern technology gizmos. Because uh, we found several drawers full of those. Um, but it's a weird experience, kind of just invading someone else's house like this. And obviously, we're trying to do it as sensitively as, as possible, apart from this podcast. Um, I, rem- I remember one morning, I think I was about 15. Uh, and to be honest with you, I was right in the middle of something. My mother walked into my room. 
It was a Saturday morning. Uh, she walked in unannounced. And while I scrambled to feign an air of nonchalance, just reading, uh, she surveyed the scene. Uh, she looked all around and just said, uh, this is a mad person's room. It is. It's a mad person's room. Uh, and then turned on her heel and walked out. And, you know, she may have had a point. Obviously, it was utter chaos in there, but maybe not since then have I been quite so starkly reminded that a house, a home, is an extension of a person's mind. And wandering through this building now, here in France, has been like going through the synapses of the mind of Paulette, the previous tenant who lived here for 90-odd years. You get to see... It is like a mind. You get to see all the kind of easy access neural pathways of her everyday life. So there's, you know, immediately one sees the wooden spoon she used and washed up so badly. Or the coffee pot or the scarf she was midway through knitting. And then you delve more deeply into the darker recesses and you see all the things that have been filed carefully away. And the importance placed on objects, just like the memories that doubtless are connected to them. Things to be preserved, but kind of too painful to just have lying around. Invitations to funerals, mainly. Uh, letters from everyone, all of them, saying, what a cold winter it's been. Um, seems it, it always was. A tin with photos from the 1800s, like distant relatives. But then also poignantly, really little sort of trinkety bits of jewellery. Imported things kind of on a par with Claire's accessories. Uh, things that she won in some shady pseudo lottery thing that she seems to have thought were worth something. She'd kind of squirrel them away. I mean, we're still waiting to find the 30,000 euros stashed away somewhere. There's got to be, isn't there somewhere? Somewhere, surely. But all of these things, all these objects and memories carefully stowed away and, and weighing down the house. And I wonder how much they weighed her down too. And obviously we can't, we can't know what her life was like. We know that she was definitely pretty much estranged from her son, the man who sold the house to us. His willingness to just abandon over a hundred years of family history speaks much to that telling the neighbour that he would burn all the photos. But you see these little bits of evidence that, you know, he was still her son and she still cared about him. Kim found a handbag that was completely empty except for tickets to Strasbourg, which is where he lives now. Like, she'd placed an importance on those things. I mean, she'd also placed an importance on countless prescriptions and receipts from pharmacies for... Anyway... But this was her life. This house was her life. She lived for 90 years next door to the church she was married in, in a house that was her parents. Um, she seemed sweet. You know, she had little bee uh, hotels and she fed the birds and she liked pretty things. She liked shiny things, sparkly rocks, holograms. I think that's probably what happened in 1983. She cleared her diaries. Just, just going to be staring at holograms because it's the future. Uh, she had painstakingly neat handwriting. 
And she had a chicken wing in her bedside cabinet next to the Mills and Boons. Come on. What? We know more about her than many people now. We know probably almost all of her secrets. And it's sad that they were secrets because all of them just make her endearingly human. It's not something she should ever have been ashamed of or worried about. And apart from this house, there's... And I think this house did bring her happiness. I don't see much evidence in all of the photos and the letters of, of joy. There aren't photos of parties or even big dinners with neighbours or family. I mean, maybe they happened, but she didn't keep any memories of them. I think she had contentment. And maybe, you know, we place too much emphasis on fun nowadays. You know, the whole founding fathers thing of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Not all Americans, but I think some Americans, they think the pursuit of happiness means the pursuit of fun. And it's very different to the pursuit of contentment. I just hope if Paulette could see us slowly clearing her once glorious market garden and carefully retrieving stray photos from mounds of old electricity bills, I hope that she would feel that we're doing the right thing by her. It's been a really curiously emotional experience to retrospectively get to know someone like this. And you do feel a, a duty of care. Uh, and I don't know. There is something kind of amazing about it and lovely in a way. Um, I don't know. I'm glad we're here and I'm glad we're doing it. And it's not some kind of horrible development thing where they just come in and trash everything. Uh, that would be really sad. Uh, we'll make sure this still feels like she was here. And we'll figure out how. Um, anyway, it's all a bit, uh, you know, introspective and stuff, isn't it, for uh, Monday morning? Um, I'm going to come get back on the horse very soon, I promise. Like, I've got a sort of studio set up now. I mean, you can hear the acoustics are terrible. Terrible, I say! But um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get better. And tomorrow, please God, tomorrow, internet, internet. It just remains for me to thank the Patreons, because I haven't. Uh, and we're like, I'm a week late. Time is flying by. I'm so sorry, Patreons. And God, Patreons, I'm so grateful. Um, so here we are. Let's thank the Patreons. Thanks to Claire. Thanks to Chris. And hello, Claire, our newest, uh, newest Patreon. Uh, thanks to Chris. Thanks to Suzette. Thanks to Malcolm. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Una. Thanks, John. Thanks, Manaza. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks, Our Nature. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Rodney. Thanks, Charlotte. Thanks, David. Thanks, Popey. Thanks, David. That's James. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Neil. That's Downey. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Neil. That's Emery. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, Julian. Thanks, Stuart. Jane. Robert. Sarah. Rick. Thanks, David. That's Brazel. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Sam. Neil. That's Green. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, the ever-enigmatic Jay. Although, looking at the email address, I think it might be Josh or Joshua. 
Thanks, David Alt. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks, Pablo. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Christopher. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Carenza. Thanks, James. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks, Natasha, Joel, Claire, Samantha, Gemma, Bruce, Jem. How would I be without you? Thanks, Julie. Amazing. Thanks, Harsh. Thanks, Fiona. Thanks, Matt. And thanks, Kim. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast, my God, I'd, I'd, I'd love that. Uh, you get to watch uh, me every morning. Uh, at a certain tier, and uh, it will actually work properly when I get proper internet tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay? Tomorrow, so Wednesday. Uh, so if you'd like to get involved, it's uh, patreon.com slash nottodaypod. And uh, we'll be, yeah, we'll be uh, up and running. <laughs> Who am I telling? Who am I telling, really? Am I telling you? How am I telling you? telling me anyway see you tomorrow i hope and uh yeah properly on wednesday lots of love bye this has been a swanburst media production a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.